0: to the Boss Lounge, where business and entertainment connect. I am your host, Tony DeDolger, and I am here with the amazing Dr. Tashika Green. She is the CEO, President and Founder of To Everything There Is A Season Enterprises, and she's going to tell us more about her business.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: How are you today? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well,
1: thank you. I'm, I'm so glad to be here joining you today on this interview. Thank you. Thank yes. you
0: for stepping into the Boss Lounge with me today. Thank you. So tell us more about your business.
1: Yes, yeah, so um, again, as she said, I am Dr. Tashika Green. I am the CEO, President, and Founder of To Everything There Is A Season Enterprises. Um, and it, I consider it an enterprise now because I have several entities under um, our um, name and brand. Um, and just to give you a little context and history about my business, um, in 2010, um, I lost my mother to stage four stomach cancer. She was diagnosed in February. She was 53 years old, I had never seen her sick. I was seven mm. months pregnant. And in 30 days, she had passed away. Mm. And when she had um, was going through her transition from natural to eternal, um, she had asked everyone to come to the hospital to visit her. Um, she said, "Tell everybody I know, tell them to get here and to get here now." And so even the oncology ward at Rona Medical Center said, "We've never seen this many people before, hmm. ever. And so she preached a message about love, about how I loved you, I, and if I'd done anything to you, please do not charge it to my heart. I you know, accept my apology. Um, she was asking for for any forgiveness Mm -hmm. and so at that point in time you know she really preached a message of love and forgiveness and she knew that it was not going to be long for her and so in her last hour um, she called for me to come in she said you know at this point I just want to take a break for everybody and I want to talk to my daughter Tashika and so when I walked into the room um, you know she started asking me these really hard questions so Mm -hmm. I really had to grow up really fast and put on my big girl pants you know that my mom is about to, to, to leave this earth and leave mm-hmm. me with a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so um, she said, you know, why me? And I said, well, why not you? I said, you're so beautiful in God's eye. You're a special rose, and he wants you back with him. And then she asked me, did I do a good job? And I said, you did a great job. And then after that, she started to talk to me about all of the things that she wanted to accomplish and she couldn't. And so what she did was literally pass the mantle and the promise and the purpose that was on, inside of her, passed it on to me so that I could pick it up and continue the work. And so she did um, transition shortly after that, um, um, actually the next day um, mm. after that. And then when that happened, I was at a place where I was very hurt, mm-hmm. I was wounded, Um, I didn't understand what was going on at that point in my life. I just lost my mother, but yet I was seven months pregnant. Mm. Um, I did not know how sick my mother was because my mother did not know how sick she was. She was diagnosed, and 30 days later, Mm. she passed away. And it had left me in a place of it. And I share my story all the time that I was depressed. Um, and then shortly after I had my daughter, I had postpartum depression. Um, the doctors wanted me to, to put me on um, anxiety medicine and, you know, anti medicine. And I'm like, no, you know, I was like, this cannot be. I was like my faith in God and believing who I am in God, that God can help me and heal me. And so I said, God, I need your help and I need you to help me to get through this season in my life of what is going on where i have more questions than answers Mm -hmm. i said on one side i see death but on the other side there's life Mm -hmm. because i'm ready to give birth to a daughter and so that's when god told me to write and this was in 2010 and so i started to write and when i wrote um these pages of a book Mm -hmm. the book was called to everything there's a season Mm -hmm. it's your season go and live and so although i had went through this in my life it was time for me to go and live and even in my quiet moments of you know meditation and with God I even heard my mother say and whisper I had to die so that you can live Mm -hmm. because if I didn't you would have been just ordinary but you're extraordinary and so with that being said the book that I wrote in 2010 never was actually published Mm -hmm. and um, shared until 2014 and I did not even want to be an author Mm -hmm. a publisher or any of this but God has said Others need to hear this. Others are going through what you have been through and they need to be healed and inspired as well. And if you can overcome, they can overcome. Not saying that you'll never, that loss is always going to be there. That memory is always going to be there because we miss them and we hold them dear to our heart. Mm-hmm. But we have to take what we learned from them. And this is what I say a legacy is a legacy is not what you've accomplished, but it's what you prepared others to do. Mm. So I had to take her legacy now and move forward with that. And so the, from the book to everything there's a season, it evolved to everything there's a season, Enterprises. So under that, um, I, I I do have um, a lot of books around um, helping people to identify who they are mm-hmm. and leverage the things inside them and pushing them to purpose. Mm-hmm. Because my mother, she she you know she had so much promise and so much purpose in her that she could not do it at that time and fulfill it because God was calling her calling her home. Mm-hmm. And so I I want people to understand that if that purpose lies in you. And that you have to acknowledge what it is and walk in it. God has already given it to you and start aligning your life back up. So that's how the, the name evolved. And then under that, these other different things evolved from, um, that my mom' name is Depressy Bulgin. Depressy Offer okay. Bulgin. Offer was her maiden name. And so we have the Depressy Offer Bulgin Women or Virtue Walking in Excellence Award nice. where we honor women. Um, and we can talk a little bit about like that, that later because that'll be coming up. we mm-hmm. also give the DePercy Offer Bulljen Memorial Scholarship mm-hmm. to a student we have the DePercy Offer Bulljen um Business and Leadership Institute, and then from that, all some other things have evolved. Under that, my husband has a brand called Signature. My mm-hmm. daughter has a brand called I Am a Cutie, a Queen in Training. As I said, the publishing company, the mm-hmm. talk show that I do at Vox Wave, my home. Who's yeah. we're here today? Yes. And besides me interviewing somebody, they're interviewing <laughs> me. And so, um, yeah. So we have my talk show that comes on the second Saturdays of each month at three o'clock, and we talked about the other two. So that's how it evolved. And it started in 2010, as I said, when I lost my mom. Mm -hmm. Um, Our business started on March the 14th um, in 2014. Mm -hmm. And five years later, we're standing today, and um, and God has blessed us Mm -hmm. with so much more. And, um, you know, I just believe in acknowledging him in everything that I do, because in that, he will multiply. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely let me say um, I'm sorry for your loss I'm so sorry for your loss um, but I do believe that your loss as you said allowed you to blossom into what Mm -hmm. you have now Mm -hmm. Um, congratulations to everything that you have including your enterprise Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is a big deal Mm -hmm. Um, especially because you have people going through different things that you can relate to or that you're helping them get through so thank you for that you're welcome thank Thank you thank Thank you for that and again I'm sorry for your loss but I'm just I'm happy to see that you know that has transition you to do all of these things yes yes and that's as, good and even
1: as we move closer and forward towards mother's day yes that there's a lot of women like me mm-hmm. you know and, and sons you know mm-hmm. it, that are not going to be able to be with their mother but I always say celebrate her mm-hmm. honor her what was her legacy yes build from that and go and live
0: absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely so tell me more about the process um, in regards to building your enterprise. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was difficult for you, mm-hmm. uh, but just tell me a little bit more about your process and how that was for you, that experience. Yeah.
1: So so the process, you say difficult, <laughs> is a good word. Um, I would say there were some barriers and some challenges, but uh, there was so many more successes and celebrations. Um, so going about it, um, as I said, when we started, just starting with the basic of mm-hmm. it being um, for a memory and a legacy of my mother Mm -hmm. and then in celebrating her through the women of virtue walking in excellence award and then turning it into more. Um, and I wanted just to put this into play too, and I didn't mention this in 2018 last year, July, Mm -hmm. 2018, um, I was told, bought into a room, a five-minute conversation, mm. that in 45 days my job was going to be eliminated. Oh wow! Um, yeah. So, although I had to everything, there was there is a season since 2014. I wasn't operating in a full um, entrepreneurial mode. I was actually just doing it. You know, you go to work in my work at that time consisted of like 24 hours around the clock and mm-hmm. I'll talk about that and so I would also put in you know, work towards a full time job, work towards this, putting everything together and doing it so that was really the challenge and the mm. difficult part of it was trying to balance everything and of course being a wife of 11 years to a wonderful husband um, a mother of 3, 21, 8 and 6 you know mm. so 5 years ago yes you see how old they were 5 yes, years yes. ago, 1, 3 and, and so with that being said and those were some of the challenges of really how to balance it all and to give everyone my hundred percent mm. because I don't give less than that in anything that I do in my full-time job I'm gonna give 100% and being a wife 100% mother everything 100% and that was the challenge and difficulty and so with that being said knowing that this is where my heart was, my mm-hmm. passion, my calling, my purpose of really helping and serving and loving people to greatness, mm-hmm. um, I, I always say that God closed the door mm-hmm. through saying no. And so that was because in July, uh, when I was pulled into the room and told that I had 45 days to um, sign another position, mm-hmm. either within the organization I was in mm-hmm. or I would be, um, you know, eliminated from it. Mm. And so when I was told that, I have been an educator by profession for 18 years. Mm. So about 18 years I've been an educator by profession, and to me it looked like 18 years were just ready to go, just like that. Mm. And I was already at the highest level that I could be in an organization. I had served as a regional se- assistant superintendent, overseeing 15 schools at mm. a large urban school district. Um, And so I was like, what do I do next or where do I go? Not to say that I would not go back to, you know, teaching or anything, Mm -hmm. but it was not – I had already completed that. Mm -hmm. What can I do more because I needed to impact more. I was not trying to isolate myself just to a classroom anymore. Mm -hmm. I needed to impact more. And so uh, when I did actually um, apply for um, the position that I was currently in – and they called and said, well, no, we didn't. we're we not choosing you for that. Mm-hmm. I, and, you know, this my response could have been, you know, very upset or, you know, get angry or mad or disgusted. And my reply was, thank you for not choosing me. Mm-hmm. Because I, I understand that only one person can choose you because many are called but a few are chosen. And God can only choose you. He already chose me for what he needed me to do. And so from that day I said, you know what, God has already given me everything that I need inside of me. Has given me the create the, the conditions to create abundance, to create overflow, to create wealth, to make things happen. I just have to pull it out and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And you know, and so that's what I did. So um, when I when I I would say was eliminated from my position, I stepped out in a a a full entrepreneurial mode at that time, and that's when I could operate in every piece of this mm-hmm. at a hundred percent and be the best that I could be for, for, for people, for my family, for everyone. And from that day forth, I have been running full-fledged with this. And so uh, what I do now, along with everything even more, I do um, a lot of educational, consultation okay. with um school districts, organizations, nonprofits, mm-hmm. foundations, one-on-one coaching. I have more time to do um coaching with people who want to write a book. Mm-hmm. So I have several people now in the process and one will be coming out soon. Thank you. Her name is Patricia Richmond. <laughs> Go buy her book. It's coming out in a few days. So I have time to really walk in my purpose and pursue my passion.
0: Good, and it sounds like it. Yes, I'm excited, I'm excited. Sounds like it, sounds like it, awesome. So tell me, uh, let's talk a little bit more about some of the things here. Um, Tell us more about the uh, Leadership Development Institute. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, so the Leadership Development Institute is where we actually design curriculum um, and we put systems and structures in place so that you can um, evolve either personally, professionally, or through your leadership development. And so um, I'll just give an example. Currently I'm working with an organization now Mm -hmm. that wants to help people to evolve professionally. And what we do within that process is we really help people to identify who they are Mm. and what they contribute to the success of their organization and also how there are hindrance to it. Mm. So a lot of people wanna always look at that I'm doing my part And but they don't see also how you could be hindering it, Mm. and so some of the challenges that I have, which is like, well, I'm doing everything that I need to do, I'm doing everything right, and so you know, who are you? you And honestly, who are you to come in (laughs) Mm -hmm. to coach me and help me to develop professionally? Mm. And so, a lot of times, what I do is I just send people through what's called a reflective thinking process of their own self Mm. to do a self analysis of their own self to see exactly they are and what goals do they have for themselves to be better it's not about how I'm doing you know people always want to talk about well I'm already doing and I'm doing no it's how do you get better because if you get better you realize that you impact the individuals and individuals or organization or greater community and you help them to get better and so that's what we do through our development Institute is to help people realize the part that they play and how the part you play helps to make everything better within the organization or for yourself
0: absolutely uh-huh. that sounds great
1: thank you great yeah.
0: definitely well needed um because like you said you do have people that are like who are you to tell me what mm-hmm. i need to do mm-hmm. that
1: you you hit it right on and, the head and A i've with had that. that and to be very yes. transparent you know i've had um you know you know because it's through organization i've had people that say do i have to do this mm. and my question would would be well why not why wouldn't you want to do it you know especially in education mm-hmm. what would be your reason not to do it because guess what you impact children. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to sit here and get better, are you sure that you're passionate about your work for these children? And so when I ask that question, then that changes everything. And I even had someone, you know, share with me, well, I just think that the funds could have been spent better. So mm-hmm. then my question would be to them, well, tell me where the funds come from. They couldn't even tell you where the funds came <laughs> from to make it better. <laughs> so if you don't understand, then how do you know? So, I mean, I'm being very honest with some yeah. of that because you know, org- organizations want to improve their culture. Yes. So let's go back to that. So culture is just simply the norms, values, beliefs of what drives a person's behavior. Mm-hmm. So if a person is stuck in their own culture, their own norms and their values, they're going to have the things that's going to drive them. So if I'm stuck in the in the mindset that I don't need to get better, then that's what's going to drive me. But the evidence would show if this student, and going back to the context of education, if this mm-hmm. student is not improvement, that is something that you're impacting so now you need to get better with your practices so that you can impact that student and it goes for anything that we do in any organization
0: All right. yeah. sounds good and you know what like you said, yeah people are just like who are you to tell me exactly and, and a lot of times it, it it can be just about them being fearful yes being fearful of yes. learning what needs to change You have people that are afraid of fear, um, people who struggle with fear, I'm sorry, anxiety, Mm -hmm. who are afraid of change, people who are complacent and stuck in what works for them now instead of wanting to be open to learn. Mm -hmm. What more can I do to be better later on?
1: Yeah, and it even made me think of what you just said that, which is so true, people don't don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't feel safe with putting who I am in the hands of somebody else. And so at the initial start, I always have to build these relationships about getting to know who you are, what do you need, what do you value, you know, um, what, what what gets the best of you? What gets the worst of you? Mm-hmm. And understanding that and working with you to build that relationship of trust and letting you know that this is a safe place that what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so once that is established, then those things around, well, who are mm-hmm. you? And you know, those things begin to change. That's
0: mm-hmm. good, Yeah, that's good. So tell me more about the other things that you have here. So mm-hmm. um, the other things that they spiral from the Institute or where they kind of like created Mm -hmm. at the same time or so
1: um, so I everything that I do Mm -hmm. and have done has been inspired through a process Mm. and so I don't just do it because it's a fad Mm -hmm. I don't do it because you know I'm trying to be an entrepreneur you know or have a business I do it because this is what God called me to do and it Mm -hmm. was a process and I believe that uh, if you learn the lesson you need to teach the principles to somebody else because somebody's sitting there waiting for you to help them. Mm. So when I think about the DePercy C. Alford Bullion Personal Professional Leadership Development Institute, mm-hmm. that really falls in the work that I do. Of helping people to become better, okay. so that as a whole, their organizations or themselves or their classrooms, whatever I'm doing, their business, their church becomes better. Um, when we look at the different components here, the publishing piece um, I would do next because I, um, to everything there's a season publishing. I have eight published books myself. So I have eight published books myself. My husband has a book. My my daughter, who's eight, has two books. She's a two-times author. That's so motivational. Yeah, now I have people coming under me. And so this work that I did, and I have a team of professional graphic artists, I have a a professional editor, formatter, um, a consultant that can help to make you um, be an Amazon bestseller. So I have all of this as a part of my team. So that evolved because I was writing all these books, Mm. and it was all purposeful of what happened during my processes in life and helping and sharing it with other, And then from that, I would say, I'm just trying to do it in order. We mm-hmm. talked about the scholarship fund and yes. the, the war gala that all falls back to um, the legacy of my mom. And then um, it was last year, January of 2018, God started to speak to me about turning dreams into reality and really talking about um, Joseph and his brothers Mm. and the the dreams and things that took place in that aspect of it. And so um, God was like, you need to help more. You need to help more. And I'm like, okay, how can I do that? And that's how the talk show came into play. Mm. So here, um, every second Saturday, we talk about it, giving people hope around turning their dreams into reality where we bring on people that have turned their dream to reality and talk about how it's become. And I even have shared my platform Mm. with others that wanted to have their own talk show and now they have their own talk shows and things of that nature so that's where that came to and then Signature by William Green um that's my husband's brand and my husband um we we always had um, our conversations and our intimate talks um and I and I heard him and um it was time for me to respond to what I heard Mm. because a man with dreams needs a woman with vision Mm. and so he had the dream but I had help to with the vision of how to help it to come to pass and so my husband always of his background where he came from always thought that who he was, that his history was gonna put a hinder, it was gonna hinder his his future and his mm. present. And so we, as we had these conversations around who you are and who you are in God and what He wants you to become, we realized that a signature doesn't end the conversation; that it starts the conversation. Mm. So that's where it starts his brand. And he has um, a, a, a couture line of bow tie sets that okay, he has, nice. and also he has a published book. And we go around and encouraging, inspiring men that you too can become. Don't let your history hinder what God has for you. And then my beautiful daughter, (laughs) who I love so much, but I love all three of my children, so I don't have any favorites. No favorites. Although I tell my six-year-old, you're really my favorite son. Don't tell that 21-year-old. And he goes, Marquise, I'm the favorite. (laughs) So anyway, but Marquise, you're the favorite too because you're 21 and you're still at home living in your mother's home rent-free. So (laughs) you must be my favorite. But to say the least, my daughter, Michaela, I share this story that... um, my daughter, Michaela, in kindergarten, was diagnosed with ADHD, mm-hmm. attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, okay. also ODD, opposi- oppositional defiant disorder. She was diagnosed with those things um, in kindergarten as an educator. Mm-hmm. And um, like I said, I was a teacher all the way up to regional assistant superintendent, mm-hmm. you know, so I knew the signs of s- children with ADHD and ODD. Um, I knew them, um, I knew the triggers, I knew all about the function of their behavior. But i was in denial about my own child saying no not my child this cannot be and so when i um finally owned up to accepting it and then walking in the process that we needed to to go about it um she uh, was able to get the services that she needed so a lot of time you know and i help parents with this that you know parents say well i don't want my child to be um classified as special ed well your child isn't classified as special ed. Special education is a service. Mm. We put an individual education plan in place for your child so they can get the appropriate service that they need and we monitor it and then they get weaned off of that. Mm. We put these things in place to help them to self-regulate in the schoolhouse with the resources and the tools they need so that we can wean them off and then they can be successful. And so when I usually say that to parents, they feel a little comforting around the services and what they need. And so um, so my daughter, Michaela is considered twice exceptional. So although she has the services that she needs in school to help her to self-regulate, she also is very talented and gifted mm-hmm. and have a very high level of IQ where she actually was um, uh, qualified to go to a talented gifted at school but because this school has worked with her so much and done such a successful job and I commend them I said no she's, she'll be fine right here with you guys because I, I, I love what they're doing for her so with that being said many times we had to I had to come home um, from the day and what I always encourage parents is to sit down and talk with your children mm-hmm. find out how was their day what did you learn today Um, how did you learn it did you you know did you guys go to centers did you use manipulatives did you do projects like how did you learn what was the best part of your day what was the worst part of your day Mm -hmm. did you get the help so uh, having all these conversations with her and everything um, at the beginning of last school year um, no this school year I realized that um, there were some new girls in town Mm -hmm. and they weren't being quite nice to Michaela and I would not classify it as bully because bully, harassment, intimidation is ongoing. Mm. And this was not ongoing. It was like an isolated incident or okay. two. And so with that being said, um, Michaela got herself into a little confrontation. Mm. Um, it's a nice way to say it yeah. with yeah. one of the little girls because she was basically fed up with, mm. with the behavior that she was receiving. And so when she came home, you know, you know, tr- correcting the behavior, I said, now is that how a queen acts? I was like, how does a queen in training act? What should you be doing? And who are you? And so from that, that evolved, I am a cutie, a queen in training. Mm. And so, you know, I am smart, I am be- beautiful, I am fearfully made, um, you know, I am born from a legacy, telling her about her, her grandmother who she is. So that evolved that brand, I'm a cutie, queen in training. And so now we go around and we do a lot of self-awareness to inspire young girls of who they are, affirmations, and that they can become as long as they dream, her thing is dream, uh, um, believe and achieve is what she says but like I said everything here mm-hmm. it was not by uh, by accident it was all purposely intended by God a process that my family had to go through mm-hmm. so that we could be the answer for somebody else
0: your enterprise is amazing thank you so much and it's what sticks to me is I always hear people say you have to go through trial and error mm-hmm. to reach to you know mm-hmm. where you need to be and so just your enterprise all altogether all of your different components is amazing um, I definitely can see the coaching in you the educator. educator in you, you and all of the different components of your enterprise speaks to that and so congratulations Thank for you that so much. Um, because I think everything that you have here caters to someone yes someone and you know um, I think it's really good I think that it's very well deserved as far as people receiving it from you Mm -hmm. Um, you put it together very well thank you very well Um, I'm just I'm amazed (laughs) I'm amazed because as as I'm listening to you talk Uh about the different components I myself am thinking of different people that I know personally Uh that can benefit from these Uh different pieces Uh you have so kudos to you thank
1: you so much you know what I said I could have quit at any piece of this. I could have yep. quit when my mother passed away. Yes. I could have quit when my daughter was diagnosed, mm-hmm. when my husband thought he wasn't better. I could have quit and just gave up. And I said, no, because you know what? First of all, God never gave up on me. Mm-hmm. And there has been people that never gave up on me. There's people that have prayed me through and pushed me through. And, you know, to get me to where I am today. So I can't quit on where I am. I got to keep going because, like I said, someone is waiting for you and each.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about, a little bit, more, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. about the um, Excellence Award yes. and the Scholarship Fund. How can um, someone win the award and how can they get involved in the Scholarship
1: Fund? Yes, yeah, so um, we are in our final stages now in May of planning for um, our event in October. Um, the gala will be October 12th okay. um, at the Doubletree Hilton, Annapolis, Maryland. And this year we're actually having a Women of Virtue Walk in an Excellence um, conference. Ah. On that Friday um, for women and young girls so okay. we're gonna have that uh, what we do is we do put out through social media and I'll share at the end um, everything about my social media we do pull out nominations you can also go to my website um, and nominate someone for the award as well as the scholarship mm-hmm. and of course there's some um, criteria yes. that you have to follow so you read the criteria and then you can nominate and then we will um, honor those um, people who have been nominated um, for the different entities that they have given back as a woman in their community or their neighborhood, and how they really impacted the, their community, their world, made a difference, and changed lives. And then, of course, the criteria for the scholarship is in the um, nomination form as well. So you can get it via social media or on our website, and we'll be posting it in two weeks.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. In two weeks. So. All right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And one. Uh, one other question about the scholarship fund. Um, now, is there a certain amount? Is there like levels to the amount that so they can that give? So there's not
1: levels. So what it is, it's all based on sponsorship and contributions. Okay. So, it's, so each year it will be like different. So our okay. prayer is that it's more. And so depending on the amount of sponsorship and the contribution, then we can determine how much we can give. Um, so we started this, like I said, in 2014. Mm-hmm. Last year was the first year we gave out a small scholarship to a student. It was a young man that goes to a college, an art school in um, Pennsylvania. And we gave him a $500 scholarship. Now, you know, some people say, oh, $500, but listen are you giving out a $500 scholarship (laughs) check? So 500 gets us started because books, Mm -hmm. meals, you know, Mm -hmm. transportation, anything helps. And so we just started with 500 last year, but my vision and my goal is to ultimately give a full scholarship to a student. And I believe that we are going to be blessed, that God is going to touch that one person. And Mm -hmm. I hope I don't cry, because that's just my faith, Mm -hmm. because faith without works is dead. If I did none of this, Mm -hmm. my faith would be dead. And I ultimately believe that God's going to touch that one person every year to bless us so that we can give that full scholarship. And I'm walking in that. And what if some don't believe as
0: long as I believe? It's my faith. Absolutely. 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 And, you know, you believing in that Uh and knowing that makes it all the best. Yes, thank you. Makes it all the best. Makes it all the best. So thank you for telling us more about yes. all of your uh, different components of your enterprise. I do want to talk about your book you have here. Oh, okay, Let's talk yes. about your book.
1: Yes, so yes. tell us about your book. So um, to uh, this book here, let me, let me take my... <laughs> Wait a minute. You know, we got... it like, which one is this? Okay, so this one is I Am Still Here, okay. Living a Purposeful Life. And the quote on the top says, The pain of your process births a passion-filled purpose, you are on the earth for a reason. Go and become the thought of God. And so this was my second book okay. that I wrote after To Every Day There's a Season, Go and Live. Because after I read, wrote that book, there were still so many things going on in my life that I'm like, God, you know, what is this? You know, what 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 is my purpose? I'm trying, like you said, I'm trying to get ahead. Mm-hmm. But these challenges, these difficulties, these barriers, I need to overcome this. And what I realized is that just like I chose to be in those situations, I could choose to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And it was a choice and I had to acknowledge that, listen girl, you don't have to be this way, you don't have to be stuck here, you can move and this is how you're gonna move. So in this book I talk a lot about purpose, I talk about pain, Mm -hmm. I talk about passion, I talk about the process. And I'm very transparent, and I tell my own stories. And actually, one of the chapters my husband also um, shared in here um, about fi- he that findeth the wife finds a good thing. And so, mm-hmm. and so how blessed he is. And so that's really what this book evolved from, um, really just now knowing what your purpose is, how to walk in it, and going back because I really do believe that people need to take time to just get quiet, to – Get all of the noise out of their heads mm-hmm. and listen to the sound that they need to move forward. Mm-hmm. And so I use a lot of um, questioning in this book to let people reflect on: Do you have a growth or a fixed mindset? Um, do you know your purpose? And if you not, you don't know how. How can you become to know your purpose? Mm-hmm. Are you doing rather than becoming? Because a lot of people are just being busy bodies. Mm-hmm. They're just busy. They're not purposeful. You're just being busy. So if you're being busy, you're going to be tired. You're going to be exhausted. And you know so often now when people say, oh, oh, I'm just so busy. I just smile now because I'm like, I bet you are because you're busy and you're not truly identifying who you are for mm. you and walking in that for you and not pleasing people and things of that nature. So this is what this book does. It helps you to slow down and really know what your purpose is, and understand that your pain is going to birth your purpose, Mm -hmm. your process is going to birth it, and your passion is going to birth it.
0: Sounds like an Mm -hmm. amazing book. Thank you. Definitely amazing. How long did it take you to write the book?
1: So, that's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Because this one, so I'm going to be, so I even shared this in the book. So I was actually on my way, and I I don't talk about myself a lot. I just don't because I think the humble will be exalted and the exalted will be humble. And so you got to be careful when you're talking about yourself that you're not giving yourself glory, but you're always acknowledging God. So I don't really share a lot, but I'm also a um, mentor for a Harvard, educa- Harvard School Look of Education you. Data-Wise Improvement Project. And so I have a, a, each year I have a mentee that I support through this program, program <laughs> through Harvard. So I was on my way to Harvard, just <laughs> to say the least. I was going through this coaching program. I was on my way to Harvard. And when I was ready to go, I heard God said, don't get on that plane. And I was like, right, right. You're like, mm, okay, it's something about it. You know, you start questioning, right? But you shouldn't question God. But let's be real, we do start to question. I'm like, is yeah. something going to happen to me? Blah, blah blah. And I just kept hearing, you shouldn't get on that plane. But then, then before me even just starting to just be obedient to it, worry and fear started to set in, and mm. anxiety, like, okay, I got to get here. Why am I not going? Gonna have to get on this plane or whatever. And I sat down and I got still, mm. and I w- and I listened to what else God had to say. About why not to get on that plane? And so he just said, no, don't get on the plane. I have something more for you. Hmm. And so, okay. So, mind you, this was already, like, prepaid for and stuff like that. So mm. I went ahead, called um, Amtrak, mm. got me some train tickets it, it, to go to Boston. It okay. was the longest ride I ever had taken, eight hours up, mm. eight hours back. 16 hours total but then going back we had some challenges that one of the train carts so this is real stuff that happens right i'm I'm getting right one of the train carts wasn't operable Mm. so we had to stop on the train tracks for them to take a cart off Mm. and to hook it back up so then i asked the conductor i said y'all do this all the time well y'all just you know unhook trains and hook them back (laughs) up with with people on them yeah people on them and making sure it worked he was like no. He's like usually we do this in the yard. He's like, This is the first time. And I was like, Are you kidding me? And so with that being said, it had to happen. So the eight hours up, the eight hours back and the train not being operable had to happen because this is where I wrote that book. Hmm. So I wrote the entire book, the eight hours up, the eight hours back, plus what you know the time it took, so it was really longer than that. And when I came back home, I told my husband, I said, Look, I have a book and he's like, What? And so <laughs> Typed it all, sent it, you know, to the editor, mm-hmm. um, sent it, you know, to my graphic designer, you know, did some things for, around it. also have a masterclass that I do. Okay. Um, it's called I'm Still Here Masterclass that I do to um, help people to identify, you know, who they are and leverage the things inside of them. Um, mm-hmm. So, so many things have evolved from that too, but it was all through me listening to God and said, don't get on that plane, I have more for you. And uh, when I think about it, even now today, this was 2016, I have more for you.
0: It's mind blowing. (laughs) Exactly. Mind blowing. Being
1: obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And I had to Mm -hmm. I I I had to learn that. Because even when during my mom um, when she passed away, I recall her calling me. I was in the kitchen. And I recall her calling me, and she actually said, "Now, my mom, she did everything she she could. For, she did everything she could for me as a child. Um, although my dad was always a part of my life, and still is. I love him dearly. I need you to come out, Dad, to power wash my house when you watch this. <laughs> 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 but my mom was a single mom, mm. and she did everything she could. And um, and um, and I saw in her, and you know." these days when she had started to become sick, she couldn't do too much for herself. Mm. So she had called me and she had said, you know, I, I just need a little help. This medicine that I need is too expensive. Can you help me? And I said, whatever. You don't even have to ask. It's done. And so um, the, when I had dropped the call, I started to cry. And my husband's like, what is wrong? And I said, my mother is more sick than she's telling me mm. and you're telling me. Mm. And they weren't telling me because they were trying to protect me. Because I was pregnant, and so um, I dr- and I remember it was a snowy evening. I dropped everything. We went to where my mom was. It was like a forty-five minute drive. We put the medicine and got it and everything, and took it to her. But in that moment, I didn't do what I needed to do. I didn't pray. I didn't mm. you know, intercede. I did. I just stopped. I just got limp and I just got numb because it was my mother. Mm. And for the longest time, that really haunted me. Mm. Because I thought it was my fault because I didn't pray, but it was not my fault. It wasn't God's will. It was God's will to bring him, to bring her home with him. And so I go back to just being obedient around mm-hmm. when it's something to do, just do it. Yep. Don't let fear set in. You know, the, the antidote to fear is faith. So don't let fear activate your faith. God has given you power, love, and a sound mind. And he didn't say sound mind first. He said power first. So you have the power inside you. And I always tell people power is pushing out what's eagerly ready to come out. So it's eagerly ready to come out. Mm -hmm. Push it out. Don't worry if some people don't believe. Keep going. Don't worry if you're walking by yourself. I've been in these isolated places. And sitting here with you, it's so emotional because I've been here. But what God has done for me? I am so thankful that those people that tried to take from me and to use me and to suck life out of me, God took it away from me. Because if they had stayed, I wouldn't have got here. I would have been in this for the wrong reason. And so don't worry about being alone. Don't worry about being isolated. Don't worry about if you think the people that's supposed to support you is going to support you. They're not. They're not because your support is gonna be raised up for the people that are gonna help you to get to where you need to get. So, uh, you know, all of this is just moments that I had to go through mm-hmm. to help others because I don't want anybody to die with their promise or still mm-hmm. living with, their, or dying with the purpose still inside of them.
0: You know what? Uh-huh. You are just so motivating, oh, inspirational, <laughs> and you are speaking nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, Just when you talked about not worrying about other people supporting you, that took me right back to when all of, when I hear all these stories about um, emerging entrepreneurs, people just starting and they get discouraged in their business because they don't have their friends and family supporting. Um, And so you stating that is like a friendly reminder to me of, when you hear someone saying they're discouraged they're not gonna finish their business mm-hmm. to continue to push them mm-hmm. to do it mm-hmm. because they need to mm-hmm. because it's their purpose, it's their exactly. calling. So exactly. you are just such a an inspiration. Thank you,
1: thank you. And I must say, you know, going back to God will raise you up some help because I do I am a part of some great networks organizations. So I have to mention them. So mm-hmm. the first um, network organization is Sister for Sister Network Incorporated. Mm-hmm. Um, the founder and president Peggy Macklin A great source of network. I mean, they, you know, just whatever you need. You you go to them. They resources, the answers are in the room, in the house. And as I'm beginning to plan now for the gala, you know, pulling on some of them to help and support to find sponsorships, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm a part of the DMV Mastermind okay. uh, with the visionary president, founder, chairperson of um, all of the above, Dr. Larry White, and it's another organization for um, business owners and entrepreneurs, authors, things of that nature. So that's another group of network. But you know, again. God raised all that help for me so now you know it's like whatever you need we're here to help you and support you so those things will happen
0: that's great yeah that's great to hear Mm -hmm. well you know what uh, Dr. Tashika it was Mm -hmm. great talking with you today thank you for stepping into the boss knowledge with me um I'm excited and amazed to learn about your enterprise I think it's so inspirational so motivating um and educational yes all at the same time (laughs) thank you uh, do you have any upcoming events at all? Um, so
1: just most recently, like I just was sharing, we are planning yes. for, for the uh, Women's, Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence Conference on mm-hmm. October the 11th okay. at the Double Tree Hilton and then the Gala on October the 12th. Uh, we will definitely be sharing that information within the two weeks so you can nominate people for the award as well as the scholarship and also give you information so you can attend. We're, it's going to be a great event. And with that, I am doing a... Uh, book collaboration, okay, an anthology, and it's called "The Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence," um, and it's courage, wisdom, and strength. And so, I'm looking for twenty women okay. that would like to be a part of this um, first anthology and collaboration. Um, and so, if you want to be a part, um, you can definitely go to um, my website, www.2eseasons.com. Click on the link that says "Woman of Virtue, Walking in Excellence 2019, and it will share the information with that. Um, and then, again... Um If you want to, you know, help in any way that you want to the sponsorship or donors for the Mm event, we would love to have you there. But that's really where my focus is right now. And I hope to see you there and everyone that's watching us today. All
0: right. And how can our viewers find and follow you on social media?
1: Yes. So on social media, you can find me on Facebook at Tashika Green or to Everything There's a Season. On Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at at two, the number two, the letter E, seasons with an S. And then on LinkedIn, that's where we are. Yes, I'm Dr. Tishika Green. And you can always find me on YouTube right under Vox Wave, Turning Dreams into Reality, where you can view the show weekly, the second Saturdays of each month, 3 to 4. So thank you so much.
0: All right. Uh-huh. Well, you know what, thank you for your time thank and stepping you. into the boss Launch with me uh, today. I greatly appreciate it. And I hope to have you on again soon.
1: Thank you. I appreciate thank that. You. Thank you so
0: much. All right. Okay, bosses, uh, thank you for stepping into the boss knives today. Until next time, boss up and be
1: blessed. In 2018, I personally helped several people reclaim their healthy lives with a ketogenic lifestyle. Together with our team at Wakaya Perfection, we have helped over 4,000 people struggling with weight loss burn off unwanted fat naturally, control hypertension, type 2 diabetes, and high cholesterol with our Bula Fit Keto Fuel Shake and high impact ginger and turmeric. Contact me for yours. Buttons about that ketolife.mywakaya.com That's B-U T-T-O-N-S-D-O-U-T-T-H-A-T-K-E-T-O-L-I-F-E dot M-Y-W-A-K-A-Y-A dot com or call two zero two eight seven five three nine two six. 3926
0: This is a keto-friendly diet and weight loss expectation is approximately 1 to 2 pounds per week. Individual results can and will vary. Business owners looking for a place to advertise your business and promote your products and services. Vox Wave is the right place. We have over 10,000 views a day and 70,000 listeners a month. For more information, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455. Voxwave now features a streaming radio media player on our website's front page where local artists can get their music played 24-7. For more information on getting your music in rotation or to perform live at our studio, contact Reg Gaskins at 240-832-4455.
1: Android users, the Voxwave app is now available in the Google Play Store. Download the app today on your Android device to listen in and view programs.
2: and wonder why God has us where he does. A living sacrifice to be an example to the world so that everyone can see his goodness and his mercy, how his grace covers me. You gotta grow where God leads. You gotta shine so people can see. You gotta grow where that God will keep you. You gotta grow where God leads. You gotta shine so people can see. You gotta grow where you are and know that God will keep you. Many are the plans of man, but only God's plan will prevail. Don't be weary in well doing. All you have to do is keep going, have faith and believe know one day you'll receive all the blessings that's for you. He is going to see you.
1: I hope you enjoyed today my interview with Boss Up Magazine with um, the wonderful Miss T- Tawana Dozier. And I'm so excited. She's still here in the background. But today was an opportunity for someone to come in and interview me. And so what would it be a great opportunity for me to share um, my story of how I turned my dreams into reality? I don't know how often you guys catch the show, and I share bits and parts, but today was an opportunity for 45 minutes straight of just Dr. Tashika L. Green sharing her story, and as you can see, it all started, you know, not even 2010. I want to go back to even when I was a little girl, I used to just sit around the table and play school, you know, with the stuffed animals and things of that nature, so it's always been a dream to help, to serve, and to love others, and so if you have a dream, you take that dream, you turn it into a vision, and watch your vision become a reality but you have to be committed to what you want to do you have to be dedicated to what you wanted to do too you have to be submitted to it as well you can't just dream it and write it and then put it on the side and want someone else to turn into reality for you you have to do it so put your hand to it and never look back, put some goals in place, put some strategic things in place, put some systems in place, put some structures in place leverage the right resources and resources it's not always money if God gave you the vision he'll give you the provision if he gave gave you the the, you know what to do he'll fund it for you so do not worry about that don't let fear step separate you don't let any any doubt come into play you do it you take your dream write that vision Put some things in place and watch it become a reality. It will only become what you say. So what I want you to start doing is speaking those things that you want to become and walking in it. Listen, my name is Dr. Tashika L. Green, the CEO, President, and Founder of 2 Everything There's a Season Enterprises. You can catch me here every second Saturday on VoxWave.com. Please tune in, tell your friends, tell everyone to meet us here because we are here to help you to turn your dreams into reality. Until next time, you can find us on social media and our website, www.2eSeasons.com. We hope to see you again next next month, second Saturday at 3 p.m. at VoxWave.com. Thank you.
2: In our lives, we sit and wonder why God has us where He does—a living sacrifice to be an example to the world, so that everyone can see His goodness and His mercy. How His grace covers me. You got go where God leads. You gotta shine so people can see grow where you are and know that God will keep you. you to grow where God leads. you got to shine so people can see. you got to grow where you are and know that God will keep you. Many are the plans of man. But only God's plan will prevail Don't be weary in well-doing All you have to do is keep going Have faith and believe And no one